I'm going now to um, Dr. Eddie Mishlango, who is of the um, head of the Obstetrics and, and Gynae uh, in the University of Kuala Natal. Hello. Hello. Uh, good evening. Hi. Hi. I I am no longer in KwaZulu Natal. I'm in um, Pumalanga, oh. the provincial department of health. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, but but you used to work at in, in at the University of KwaZulu Natal. Yes, that's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if if you were in the Department of Health, you would probably be better placed um, to talk about this issue of um, what happens when with so many young women, despite the fact that we are so many years down the line of um, having abortions that are available. Um, and it's it's really sad that we we've, we've got so many people having illegal abortions uh, because there are so many problems uh, as a result of this. Yeah, that is that is true. It uh, it indeed is heartbreaking and very sad uh, that uh, despite the democracy, the and despite the law being there, um, people, especially women, cannot exercise the right to choose what is oftentimes uh, the only option for them uh, in times of uh, crisis for terminating the pregnancy. Now, a lot of people assume that one of the main reasons that that women would go for an illegal pregnancy would be that um, they're past a certain point, uh, which is safe for the baby to be aborted. Uh, Would you say that that would be the main reason, or do you think there are other reasons that people go the risky route of uh, illegal abortions? Well... um the, I think many women uh, realize fairly early on, as soon as they find out that they are pregnant, uh, if it wasn't a planned pregnancy or circumstances uh, forcing them not to accept the pregnancy, uh, do want to terminate the pregnancy. However, because the facilities are not well advertised, actually I still have to see one facility that on its board uh, that announces what services they provide, it actually has termination of pregnancy on that board. Uh, If there's one, uh, let them phone me, uh, because I haven't seen one in South Africa. Um, And we've been pushing for for that, even the National Committee on the Confidential Inquiries into Maternal Deaths, the NCCMD, has actually made the recommendation to the various ministers, particularly uh, from the time of uh, Dr. Manto Shabalalam Simang through to Hogan, uh, then to uh, uh, Dr. Mutsualedi, to say to them, let the facilities show that they provide the service. And none of the hospitals have done that. So in looking around the various places searching for a place to terminate a pregnancy. Oftentimes, the 12 weeks uh, go by, and the person is still looking for for that, and they get to 14, 15, 16 weeks, sometimes up to 18 weeks. People haven't found anything. And of course, the more advanced the pregnancy, the more dangerous it is. And often they will not get 
somebody to do that, and people then oft then resort to either getting tablets or going to somebody who promises that they can terminate the pregnancy, uh, you know, uh, painlessly and very quickly. Uh, and therein lies the danger of uh, this unsafe abortion. Now, some of them is because the people who are providing are not equipped or are not skilled to provide that service. But also there are people who are now, uh, you know, uh, taking a chance, uh, mm. not being doctors, or even if they are doctors, they had shunned being trained in uh, terminating pregnancy for one reason or the other, and yet uh, in certain situations find themselves uh, uh, in a position to to have to provide that termination of pregnancy. Oftentimes with good intent, but because the skill is not there, uh, then uh, the, the, the termination becomes unsafe. Then there's still the others who, during the pregnancy, the conditions change. It's a breakup in a relationship. Uh, maybe a partner passes on, uh, and suddenly the situation is unbearable. Somebody might have accepted the pregnancy. This might be the third pregnancy or the fourth pregnancy. Suddenly they lose their job and they do not have access to any support and therefore feel that, no, this baby cannot be brought into this world when they have got nothing to help them uh, look after the baby. And then the last one would be the contraception, contraception failure. Uh, and, and we know there's no contraception that is 100%, except for the word no. If, if you then say no, um, and then you won't fall pregnant if that is if you don't get forced into having sex. But we know so many, actually, many situations where people get raped, and often, firstly, there is the denial about what could have happened and the shame, and then later on, when they realize that indeed this is a pregnancy, oftentimes it's late. Now, even if that is so, some health providers uh, then do not. Uh, are not sympathetic to that situation and therefore do not offer uh, the people uh, the termination of pregnancy. So those are some of the uh, of the various reasons. I know some people have said, oh, no, no, these women are using contraception. We were chatting about uh, some of the reasons why women went to illegal uh, abortions. What happens when they have these? What What kinds of things do you see at the hospital as a result of these botched abortions? Well, uh, the, the 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 first thing is um, women presenting having bled a lot uh, because currently most of them would give them tablets but, um, uh, to to cause the the the, the, the we, 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 we call it termination of pregnancy or miscarriage or abortion um, and but do not make arrangements that as soon as they start bleeding. For them to actually have the process completed wherever it was started, or for 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 the women to come uh, timelessly to hospitals, so you find that they have bled a lot. Some of them, having started bleeding, are hopeful that everything is out, so they do not come to hospital or do not get actually their the 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 their wombs are cleaned. 
so only when they start having pain and having some discharge that is not pleasantly smelling, uh, then they realize that actually uh, uh, things are not have not been completed. Sometimes they get very feverish, um, and some of them you find that by the time they present, the the whole womb, the uterus is dead, it's gangrenous, and so one has got no option but to uh, remove the womb, sometimes also remove the ovaries because the infection has spread um, inside. There are still others who will um, use various objects to put in through the the, 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 the cervix to try and uh, uh, remove whatever is inside the womb. And sometimes uh, they miss the mark and then start bringing out, pulling out intestines of the mother uh, or of the woman, uh, which can lead to shock and the woman can actually die. So uh, these are some of the complications that happen from carrying out uh, this uh, unsafe termination of pregnancy. Uh, we, 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 we are really uh, a bit fortunate in South Africa because of the availability of certain drugs. Um, but we're also promoting currently, uh, we're promoting that uh, we should have the medical termination of pregnancy uh, where we just use the tablets. If the pregnancy is less than nine weeks, in other words, 63 days, uh, if it's less than that, then we can give uh, the tablets, one tablet, and 24 to 48 hours later, we give another type of tablet. Uh, and when they bleed over about a week, uh, usually a bleeding like a heavy menstruation, um, everything is out, so they do not have to, to uh, go to a hospital or to a clinic to have the, the, the uterus evacuated using the the whatever um, equipment like the manual vacuum aspirator which is sort of like a big syringe but it sort of sucks uh, whatever products are left in, in, in the womb. So um, we hope that this, this gives more people uh, the, the, the opportunity or the, the chance to terminate the pregnancy, but this has to be done early. Later than that, the, uh, the number of people who actually, or the percentage of people who actually have a successful termination of pregnancy just using the, the tablets uh, becomes less. Uh, but currently over 90% if the termination is carried out uh, within, uh, within the 63 days. Uh, will actually have a complete uh, abortion uh, so that they, 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 they do not have to be hospitalized or go to have what we call the surgical uh, termination of pregnancy, which is introducing that uh, aspirator and then removing what might be left in there. Mm. Mm. Do you have to so, deal with some people who... Um, who who don't believe in having an abortion, and all the family doesn't believe in it, and then um, women are concerned, and then they end up um, not being able to have children at all. 
Yes, they, 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 they are indeed some of the complications of the unsafe uh, uh, abortion is the issue of the infection, which may then go on and damage the tubes that are actually responsible for conveying the fertilized egg uh, from where it's fertilized through the tubes into the womb where it then implants. Now, the major area, the major challenge to the the, the, the Choice on Termination of Pregnancy Act is that people often say, you know, health professionals say, no, I am uh, objecting to, to terminating the pregnancy, either because of my religious beliefs or uh, because of uh, traditional or just emotional feeling for whatever reason. Um, as government, we have failed in enforcing that women will have the right to choose. In other words, when we employ people, we do not ensure that amongst the people that we employ are people who will provide this service. And it is the only kind of service where people actually can object. However, the law is quite clear and the various uh, statutory councils, the nursing council, the health professions councils, says that if a woman comes in and she's bleeding, there is no one who has the right to object to assisting that woman and actually completing whatever is causing the bleeding, um, conscientious objection or not. Um, however, uh, very few clinical managers and nursing service managers actually uh, enforce this, that people are aware that if they refuse to assist a woman who is bleeding, it's like refusing to assist a man who has, mm. a, 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 you know, a laceration, a cut on yeah. his head or yeah. on his finger. Uh, but it seems that women are always looked at uh, as, uh, you know, deserving less uh, of assistance than, 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 than men. I would put that down to really that there has been uh, no political will to enforce or to make sure that women have got the success. Uh, and it's a, it's a pity that I will quote and say I think that probably the last minister we had who was who was supporting termination of pregnancy that women have the right to choose uh, was. Uh, Dr. Mantu Chawalalam Simang. Okay. Um, uh, thereafter, we have seen less and less willingness even to talk about termination of pregnancy, even under the current uh, leadership. Uh, so one actually suspects that uh, it might even be uh, uh, maybe a strategy to say that let us promote. Um, other forms of uh, let's promote contraception, but actually not being aware that uh, the work all over research has shown that the more people actually use contraception, the more they will want termination of pregnancy when that contraception fails, mm. because there is no contraception that is uh, that is um, um, that is hundred um, percent effective. So. Um, 
even those that are touted to be about 90% effective and so on, that is on the theoretical side. But in reality, you see contraception to be about 60% effective. So you're looking at about 40% who will actually fall pregnant when they did not want to be pregnant whilst they were actually using uh, some form of contraception. Mm-hmm. So those people need to have an avenue and access to this termination of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But um, apart from anything else, we're quite happy to be treating people who have got sexually transmitted uh, infections. Uh, and these are sexual, um, uh, you know, these are consequences of sex. But the consequence of sex, which is also pregnancy, when a woman finds that this is not something that she can uh, tolerate or uh, be able to to live with, those are the ones that we now subjecting to all these religious and traditional and patriarchal kind of uh, uh, laws that we had uh, connived along the way. Mm. I think when way back 1996, uh, this act was uh, was uh, uh, passed. Um, it was with the realization that actually the very poor are the ones who suffer the most because the rich can get onto a plane or they can go to their private doctor and so on and they can have termination of pregnancy with no questions asked and with no complications. Mm -hmm. But the very poor are the ones who cannot afford, the ones who cannot even say no when the husband or the boyfriend who is buying them a monthly bag of millimeter uh, when he says, no, he does not want to use a condom and she mustn't use contraception. Uh, and then she becomes pregnant um, and is not made to have the children, to bring up the children. Those are the ones that we are busy uh, currently in our so-called holier-than-thou kind of uh, attitude. There should should be outrage at the number of women who are dying because of these botched abortions. There should be the kind of outrage that we had for for the the, the incredible loss of life we had with the the mental patients recently. Um, You know, but it seems that this is such an emotive issue that... um, as you say, I, I don't think Erin Mazzoleni uh, doesn't talk about it, but but we we need to be we need to be aware that this is not just women who are no longer able to have children, women who are dying um, because of these illegal yeah. abortions. Yeah, no, no, that's that, 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 that's true. We we um, I I sometimes get the feeling that the lives of poor people does not really matter except when it it hits the headlines mm. and, yeah, and that's yeah. that's I, I'm that's my personal that's my oh. personal view after the many years in 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 in, in the government sector yeah. i've been i've been part of part of the team and I'm that worked on passing this choice on termination of pregnancy mm-hmm. I was part of that team that put together that we should inquire into the deaths of every woman who is pregnant and report on it, but also to put in uh, corrective measures. But what is happening is that the provinces that are well-to-do, those provinces are allowed to continue, mm. but the provinces that are poor, the rural provinces, That's where the there hasn't really been yeah. any effort to actually 
make sure that the distribution of human resources and of material resources are equitable. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and this is why we now we're also talking about saying that no mental patients also need to be cared for in the community, not realizing that in the community there is nothing. Poverty is grinding. Mm. And, and, and we, 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 we then sometimes use the well-resourced provinces as the yardstick for what should be happening instead of looking at the poor provinces and saying if things can work in the poor provinces obviously they will work in the richer provinces so women particularly you'll find that many women from the rural areas in particular will leave uh, the Mpumalangas although we in Pumalanga I believe that there is a lot more political will to provide the service than uh, that, that, than 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 many others. Yes, I, th- I just I think that uh, Pumalanga is the richer for having you uh, and uh, advocating for this. And thank you so much for for just reminding us that 20 years down the line, we shouldn't be in, sitting in the situation where we have so many things going wrong. So thank you for all the work you've done in this regard. No, it's only doing what what I believe God has called me to do uh, in caring for women in South Africa. And I hope that we can all look at these women and say they come to us in distress. They come to us in need. And we are in this position so that we provide that assistance. Ours is not to sit and judge. Ours is not to say, no, you cannot have access. But ours is to say, I am thankful that I am in a space to help some soul to restart their new life because no woman enjoys terminating a pregnancy. No, not even one. But it's when the systems fail, when the contraception fails, or society fails them, uh, even the churches, when the churches fail them by not supporting them, then they say, what else can I do? I cannot bring another child into this world. Mm. So in that, in, that, in that sphere, I hope we will start having a caring South Africa and we're not just looking at our our own abilities and saying, I'm all right. Uh, as long as I'm all right, I don't care what happens to my next door neighbor. Wonderful words from Dr. Eddie Mishlanger.